0: Today we're going to be talking about how to transition from calorie tracking to macro tracking.
1: This is a great topic because I want everybody to switch from calorie tracking to macro tracking. If you guys don't know what macro tracking is, definitely roll back through some of our podcasts. We know people like to skip to the topics that they like, but if you're not really sure about the basics of macros, um, definitely check that out. But switching to macro tracking from or yeah, to macro tracking from calorie tracking has definitely been a game changer for us in our strength, our body composition, our metabolism, maintaining weight, just how we fuel our brains, our bodies, and all of that stuff. And we can't wait to share with you guys today how to transition from being someone that's calorie tracking to using macros. So the first thing that you guys want to do is set up a tracking app. And the one that we use and we love is Macros First. Um, This app does have free features that you guys can use day after day, week after week. And it is an app that's really user-friendly and you guys are going to like it. Um, So pause this podcast if you need to and go and set up a free account at Macros First. So the first thing that you guys are going to want to do to be able to make this transition is to track your maintenance calories and macros and to be able to know where your maintenance is going to be. You guys are going to have to figure out your total daily energy expenditure, which is your T-D-E-E. So um, a quick shortcut that you guys can do is to go to T-D-E-E-Calculator.net you'll be able to plug in all of your stats and it's going to come out with your total daily energy expenditure. However, I wouldn't use this website um, for macros that may be on there, Um, but this will be a really good accurate place to find your total daily energy expenditure. If you're like, what is my TDEE? It is your BMR your basal metabolic rate multiplied by your activity factor. So when you go to that site, you'll have to put in, are you sedentary? Are you lightly active? Very active. Plug that in. But those are the two things you guys are going to need to get started. The macros first tracking app and your total daily energy expenditure. So now we can get started.
0: Right. Now we can get started. So the first thing you want to do after that it's going to the macro's first app and create a starting point by set uh create a starting point for macro tracking so you want to set your tdee calories in the macro first app as your target
1: yep cool and then the next thing you guys are going to see in there when you're setting calories it'll let you set your protein your carbs and your fats For protein, we do recommend that you guys, if you are, and I say you guys a lot, so don't come for me, but you guys, for women, we recommend 0.6 grams of protein per pound and up as a starting point, or 100 grams of protein minimum per day. Um, For men, we recommend setting your protein at 0.8 grams of protein per pound or higher, And at least 150 um, grams of protein minimum per day. So we want you guys to put in your maintenance, your TDEE calories in there. We want you to put your protein in there. And now we want you guys to start tracking in the app. So now you can become an experienced tracker and find out where your maintenance calories are by putting in that TDEE and then tracking your protein.
0: Uh, I mean, when, when using the macro first app, like she said, it's very user friendly. So most of the things are searchable, Um, whether you search by brand or you search by the product. Once you search by product, it'll give you multiple different brands to pick from. But just make sure you're paying attention to those macros on the nutrition label. So you're not picking one that doesn't actually um, match up as far as the uh, calories, the fats, the carbs and the protein goes. Also, they have a scan the barcode feature where you can scan the barcode and it'll automatically input the, um, the numbers in for you. Um, so that's very useful if you're eating anything out of a package. And then the thing that makes this app really cool as opposed to some of the others, if the product is not already in the database, once you scan it, it'll actually let you use your camera to uh, scan the nutrition facts and then it'll add that product to the database, not only for you, but for everybody else.
1: Yeah, it's a game changer. I like it. And if you guys find like little things that you're like aren't in there, you can't figure it out. If you guys DM macros first on Instagram, they can definitely support you guys and help you out. Another tip that I would recommend that that even as coaches, sometimes we're shocked that people don't know is... Using a food scale, you guys, is going to give you the most accuracy. Um, Not to throw shade on anybody or make anybody feel bad. We'll have people come to work with us, whether it's one-on-one, a group, our membership, and they've been tracking for like six months, 10 months, a year, and they've never ever used a food scale. They're just scanning, putting it in, and then boom, done. And you guys have to be um, aware of the fact that even though like something comes with six in a package, four in a package, three in a package, and you select one, it could be 50% bigger, 30% smaller, misshapen, whatever, um, or just to get the accuracy With the weight over using measuring cups and spoons and cups and things like that, you're going to get the most accuracy. And we find that people that are using the food scale when they are tracking their calories and or macros, they improve their accuracy by 25% once the scale comes into play. We've had a lot of people follow calories and or macros and go, I'm not losing weight. I'm not losing weight. Well, we found that they weren't truly in a deficit because all of their measurements of serving sizes were wrong because they didn't use a food scale. If you guys need help finding a really good affordable food scales, we know a bunch of them that are like 8 to $10 a piece on Amazon. So just DM us um, on the Macros for Life podcast Instagram page and we will um, hook you guys up and get you those links so that you can grab them. Um, other things are other no- things to note are to track all snacks, even if you think certain snacks and beverages don't count. You should. Um, I think big ones are like honey mustard, barbecue sauce. Some honey mustard is like 140 calories per serving. Ketchup, Yeah. Ketchup yeah. can add up, especially if you guys eat. Um, what's the saying, Ketchup with fries versus fries with ketchup. And you have a lot. Um, your creamers, they add up. The thing that I was mentioning to Randall um, before we started the podcast was when I used to um, work in management, I would eat like seven to eight of those um, Lifesaver mints a day. And I didn't know that they were adding up. They're what, five carbs a piece or something? Yeah. 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 People will eat handfuls of mints easily and not even know it. Um, All of those little things matter. All your bites, your licks, your tastes. Um, So if you're sampling while you're cooking, you got to track that. You're eating your kids' chicken nuggets in the car that they didn't finish. You got to track that. Um, All of that stuff can add up to 100 to even 500 calories a day. Um, So you want to get every single thing in there. Any other things that people miss when tracking? No,
0: just the BLTs in general. Like you said, when you walk in the door from work and you open the refrigerator, a lot of times you might open up the refrigerator and grab a couple bites out of there this snack that snack or grab a handful of pretzels out of the cupboard whatever it may be but like she said it can add up to 500 to even a thousand calories that quick and you'll think oh well you know i didn't lose weight today and i don't know why because you didn't track it because you didn't get full off of it but those calories add up
1: Oh, I feel like that's a one-liner. Just because you didn't get full, it still matters. Right. I like that. It's
0: empty calories. Yeah,
1: empty calories. So once you guys have put in your... Uh, Maintenance or your total daily energy expenditure calories in the macro first app as a new macro tracker, and then have your protein put in there. Um, We want you guys to start tracking everything, like we just said, for at least one to two weeks, um, if not longer, toward the three week end. And if you're wondering, like, why so long? It takes time to get good at tracking, remembering all the things that you eat. It also takes time to get um, user friendly with the scale, knowing how to get faster, finding mistakes in your tracking, mistakes or errors and entries that you're putting in. And it even takes time to remember to put in all of the meals. Like every one of us has had a day where we woken up and go, I didn't put dinner in last night. And so we want you to do that for one to two weeks at minimum, but at the same time that you're tracking your food every single day with those starting maintenance calories and protein, we also want you to track your daily weight, And the reason why we want you to track your daily weight is maintenance calories should maintain your weight. And if you're just tracking and not looking at what your weight averages are every day and looking at this one to three week weekly average, you won't be able to find out if the numbers that you have finally started using as your first set of macro tracking numbers um, are in a maintenance phase for you. Are they a, a deficit or are they a surplus? This is why tracking at maintenance is so important. People just want to like skip to the good part, but tracking at maintenance or predicted maintenance maintenance calories is important to see, are these really maintenance calories? So over the last one to three weeks, did your weight maintain within, you know, plus or two um, pounds um, or were you losing weight? If so, that means your maintenance calories weren't calculated correctly and your activity was probably more than you thought. Um, Also, if you're gaining weight, that means that those maintenance calories might have been too high and maybe your activity was actually um, a little bit uh, lower and that's why it put you into a surplus. Do you feel like people don't want to do the maintenance tracking part? They just want to skip?
0: Yeah, nobody wants to do maintenance because it's not the sexy part of it. It's not you're not losing weight. Um so you're not slimming down if you're in maintenance most of the time and you're not packing it on if your goal is to to bulk up. So the maintenance part is kind of the boring part, but that's where you do the most of the work because that's where you figure out where your baseline is and that's how you alter and adjust to gain weight and put on muscle or to lose weight and lose fat. So it's definitely necessary.
1: And what you guys also know, tracking in this maintenance time is your first time as a macro tracker, you will start to see um, your relationship with food show up. You will start to realize when you get hungry, what things make you full, what things don't fill you up enough, what types, what times of the day you get um cranky or kind of crabby because you're not eating as much food you'll also become quickly aware while going through this like testing phase if you have been under eating protein i think when i started macro tracking i was eating 40 percent too low what about you were you eating i mean you've always been a meat eater
0: yeah I, when i was macro tra- even but even being a meat eater i was still under eating protein and i was over eating um carbs and fat, just because I wasn't paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, you know, before I started macro tracking, I was really eating a lot of processed food. So mm-hmm. when you eat a lot of processed food, I mean, typically you're going to have a lot of carbs, a lot of fat, a lot of sodium, and then you're going to under, eat on your protein. Mm mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, I think a lot of people don't really realize until they go through this phase. So this really isn't a phase just for you to find your maintenance calories, how your body responds to protein, etc. It's also for you guys to start to see where you need to grow from and get accuracy and precision and tracking. So once you get to the next point where you're starting to set more of your carbs and your fats and make adjustments It's going to make more sense for you guys. So after you've been tracking um, at your maintenance calories with this protein goal um, for your first time as a macro tracker for one to three weeks, and you find out, okay, are these calories making me maintain? Are these calories making me gain weight? Um, And over one to three weeks time, it it shouldn't be that much of a weight gain. You might see more like three, four, five pounds. um, Or are you losing? This will help you find out where your maintenance calories are. From this point, this is where you would be adjusting your calories up. If you're wanting to bulk, if you're trying to put on lean mass, trying to gain more muscle, Um, if you're someone that just wants to work on your body composition and you're really just wanting to get get better at tracking macros and get more consistent in your fitness routine, you would stay right here and these would be your maintenance calories and your protein goal to uh, go after. But if you're someone that finds out that these are truly your maintenance calories, this is where you would then create a deficit from this point um, for you to go into a fat loss phase. We also have another podcast where we talk about creating your calorie deficit if you guys need help with that. Um, from this point, you would be making a, your assessments and adjustments every couple of weeks with your calorie intake if you're someone that's in a deficit or if you're someone that's in a surplus. And this is something that you want to um, work on work on during this phase to get your accuracy and precision up. The next phase would be adding carbs and fats. This is something that we help you calculate in our intro to macros coaching course, where we go through the full rundown on how to set every single macro after you get through this starting point as a new macro tracker. Um, as for what to eat, you guys know we pretty much reach 80-20. Because a lot of people start macro tracking and they go to they go ahead and, and decide to just kind of eat whatever, fill their macros with whatever. And when they do a lot of processed food consumption with this new starting point that we helped you guys create, you might find it hard to hit your macros um if you're not eating 80% clean and then having, you know, 20% left over for like the fun stuff.
0: For sure. Sure. I'll I'll Calories are not created equally. Just because you can eat them and they'll add up to, you know what I'm saying, hit your protein goal or your carb goal or your fat goal, that doesn't mean it's the right thing to be eating. You definitely want to stick to that 80% clean, which means that you'll probably be cooking close to 80% of your food, unless you're paying a meal prep company or someone like that. And then I would say make sure you check. Um, make sure you check and validate those meals and make sure that they're divvied out correctly because you don't want to be eating those meals thinking that you're about to make progress and instead you end up regressing and you find out that they didn't actually calculate it correctly. So just make sure it's a reputable company and that your uh, meals are actually divvied out correctly. But you want to go with that 80% um, clean. And like I said, you'll be cooking a lot of your food doing that. Um, uh, Most of those... Foods are going to be single ingredient foods. So even when you go to talking about your carbs, you're going to want to be doing rice, potatoes, uh, more complex carbs, sweet potatoes. You don't want to be filling your macros with chips um, and things like that or French fries. I mean, you want to do fruit, things like that that are going to be clean and give you more bang for your buck. And it's going to give you more satiated feelings, making you feel more full. Um
1: I liked how you said satiated. It was, <laughs>
0: I'm
1: sorry, y'all. <laughs> Did y'all hear it? He said satiated.
0: Because, you know, rice and potatoes, once you eat those, they're going to make you a lot... They're going to be a lot more filling than eating a bag of chips on the side. Yeah, no one like says
1: I, I didn't get full off of chicken and a baked potato. Chips?
0: Right.
1: Absolutely not getting full.
0: Absolutely. Um, and then you want to minimize processed foods. Um, I mean... Pro- I'm not going to say processed foods of the devil, but processed foods most of the time just are not as nutritionally valuable as, you know what I mean, the single ingredient food we listed before, like the rice, like the potatoes, things like that. All you got to do is compare the back of the bag to the nutrition facts of the complex carb, and then you'll see exactly what we're talking about.
1: Absolutely. But you want to
0: leave that 20%. You want to leave that 20% because you don't want to crash. So in that 20%, you may have, you you can enjoy some of those processed foods. Um, That's your fun time. You know what I mean? That's your time to balance everything out. That's your time to work where you can actually so-called enjoy food. I just did the air quotes, but you know what I mean? Like you can enjoy clean food. I feel like you can enjoy clean food too. But that 20% is to stick in all those things that you're not supposed to have on a daily basis in that 80%. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it has to be that balance. It has to be 80-20 or nobody will stick with it. So that's what makes it fun and enjoyable and sustainable. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today with us helping you transition from calorie tracking to macro tracking Um, If you guys need a mini course where you walk through with me on video on how to calculate all the macros, protein, carbs, and fats, walk through me in a mini course on the theory behind um, macro tracking, how to do it, the benefits, tips, and tricks. On our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, we do have a mini course called Intro to Macro Tracking um, that would be perfect for someone that is wanting to know how to calculate their macros and just get started. But that's it for today, you guys. Thanks for coming to the Macros for Life podcast. And we can't wait to see you guys on the next episode.
0: Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get welcome.